0: Trying to be doing that bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. bullshit. Oh, yep. Yeah. We're back again. Um Headlines for this week. My favorite headlines this week. Uh do I even how do where do I even get started? favorite headlines Oh <laughs> Brazilian shoppers discover cocaine in washing powder As 80 kilograms of class A drug was sold in the Sao Paulo supermarket Imagine going to the supermarket and coming <laughs> Imagine to go to the supermarket and coming back with a Tide box full of cocaine. Now listen, I'll give y'all a quick the, the the summary though. But some people returned it to the store once they realized it was cocaine. First of all, I mean, how does that even fucking happen? Because because if you if you opened up a box of washing powder, right? First of all, who's even using those anymore? We got the the, the pods out here, man. Tide pods. Anyway, so you you get you a box, you open up a box of washing powder and you and 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 your spidey sense is tingling. You're like, wait a minute. This doesn't seem like washing powder. I mean, when do you get to the point where you taste it or snort it to see that it's cocaine? Because some people turned it into the police. They knew it was cocaine and turned it in or tried to return it to the store. Um, and I forget what the third person did. But, but it's like, okay, how do you, one, how are you so sure that it's cocaine that you go into the police? You know, how did you, how do you, how do you reach that conclusion where it's like, I need to take this some, like you, that's a come up. That's a come up. You in Brazil too? I mean, now I don't know what the local shit is like. I mean, probably that it belongs to a a cartel or something like that, you know, and. Uh, you just <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking cartel. Like you try to sell, you try to sell the cocaine that you basically stole um, on the street, and they get worried that you' selling cocaine. What the fuck are you get all that cocaine for? But that's the exact amount of our missing cocaine. Bye, bye. You dead. Your mama dead. Your daddy dead. Your kids slavery or whatever prostitution. <sighs> Yeah, so maybe uh yeah, maybe turn it into the police is uh, is 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 the move. I mean, the thing is no cuz here's the thing. I mean, somebody got some of that cocaine. There's no way, there's no way that that Brazil is batting 100% when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to uh to people turning in money, basically, cuz that's money. Cuz now that I'm thinking about it, Somebody probably didn't realize it was cocaine because this, this would have been me. Didn't realize it was cocaine. Saw this on the news. Realized, oh, shit, that's a supermarket I bought my washing powder from. What the fuck? And then they realized, oh, the, so they, so now so the cartel don't know how much gone. Uh. And it's a drought out there right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's risky. That's risky. That's not my life at all. I, I don't want y'all to get the wrong idea. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I'm not a street nigga. I'm from I'm from the streets. I'm I've been in the streets. I know I'm of the streets, but I'm not a street nigga put it like that. I, I I've observed motherfuckers do all kind of dumb shit so they can uh maintain or build up their street cred. It never interested me. That's why they call it a trap. But damn, somebody did come up though. Now, now, now thats not to say that if I I, if I was to just happen upon a brick of cocaine, then I wouldn't find a motherfucker way to make money off it. I know that that would happen. Ain't no motherfucker way I'm turning it into the police, because I'm already sitting here with a cocaine with the cocaine. If and, and, and again, I'm not judging these people in Sao Paulo, Brazil, but you know we ain't in Sao Paulo. I'm in Los Angeles. And I know that if I came home from the supermarket (laughs) with a brick of cocaine, I'm not giving that shit to no motherfucker body. I'm gonna make money off that shit. It's so hard to survive out here. That's a blessing from the. uh, That's a blessing from the uh, the housing gods out this motherfucker man. That's for real. People freaking out this week because because OJ was on Twitter. OJ's back on Twitter. People upset. I stopped giving a fuck with O.J. Simpson dude. like, you know, I don't even know how many years ago. That shit was a part of my childhood. Like, I was not giving—before the before the murder trial, I was not giving a fuck about O.J., and after that, I was not giving a fuck about O.J., be honest with you. Because, you know, as well, because, like, I love how, like—because this is the thing with the young millennials, right, is— there's a distinction between the elder millennials and the young millennials I make, you know, cause, but the, the, the young millennials, like they like to look back at like shit that happened in the nineties and go, that was wrong. It's like, you can literally do that with any part of history. We, we, over time, I don't know if there, I don't know if we if to say we become more moral cause I don't know. I just think the morals change over time. Right? And so every generation is going to look back and see themselves as improved over the previous generations. I mean, I I defy you name a time in history where it went the other way, where people were, people became worse, people became less moral. No, it gradually just becomes more and more and more and more. So it's, I'm not saying it wasn't wrong, but I'm saying, what is the point in applying morality to history no, that's I guess that's not a, that's a dumbass thing to say. I mean, recent history it makes sense. None of no no I'm saying it out loud, but history, history. It's just, I just think it's a lot of time. I mean, everything was wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it's like I, it's just a, it's a, to me is a waste of time to like dwell on what was right or what was wrong. What was what right. It was all wrong. They were doing everything wrong, even the things that weren't morally wrong. They were still wrong. They, like they were they were they were literally wrong about most of the things that we know better than today. They was putting butter on burns. They were so dumb. Yeah, we got whole religions based on shit these people said. Or shit these people... (laughs) Think about that. Think about that. A motherfucker so... uh, You... Listen. The average person on the planet Earth today is more intelligent than the smartest person on Earth 500 years ago. I think. and Maybe intelligent isn't the right word, but we just know more about the way the the world works, the, 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 the uh you know, the, uh, the nature of reality, you know, they, but just imagine your whole, you basing your whole existence, your, you gambling your whole eternal soul or whatever on a motherfucker from back then who, who, who basically like back then, if you, if you caught the flu, they thought you had a demon. They thought you was haunted. And those same people, <laughs> we base our whole religion on. Some of us, some of y'all, I don't have. A, and then, and we and we kind of do the same thing with the with America. Like people are always talking about the founding fathers. What the fuck? The motherfuckers was they didn't know shit. Sure, they knew things philosophically, but there's no way they foresaw the present from back then why we refer to them you did you you know George Washington George Washington was the first president right you know did I did, was it him i i th- I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he died from bleeding out because bleed back then bleeding people was a treatment was a medical treatment and they did it for a lot of shit you know where now I'm now I'm pretty sure there probably are some things where bleeding somebody out will is a good thing um I can't think of one off the top of my head but <laughs> Most conditions are worsened by loss of blood. In case you, in case you didn't know, so you know, because it will work, but it will work in spite of the fact that they were fucking bleeding people. You know, and we just go, we just we we, we refer to their wishes. What do you think, George? What, what do you think, uh, 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 John Adams would have wanted? And she, fuck John Adams. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I need. I need to find me some cocaine and a motherfucking thing. He, these motherfucking landlords out here, I'm telling you, the rent is too motherfucking high in Los Angeles. Where is that dude? We need to bring him back. Dude, from the rent is too damn high. Party, we need to bring him back, man. Cause the rent is too motherfucking high out here, bruh. And I feel like I'm talking. I feel like I talk about this on every episode because I'm currently looking for a place. And Jesus Christ, I mean, talk about prohibitive. Like they're like nigga, either have three jobs, six roommates, or live deep in the hood. Because even now, on like on the outskirts of the hood and shit, it's fucking niggas be wanting, you know, seventeen hundred. (laughs) <laughs> for for one bedroom, one bathroom, it's just crazy shit out here, man. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think maybe the only place more ridiculous is San Francisco, right? Because you think about it, like, it's there's so many people up there in the tech industry, which is really the only the only reason to move there if you're not from there. The only reason to live there is if you are in the tech industry. Everyone else, I don't I don't understand at all. It, because it's just it's prohibitively expensive. You're you're literally paying a premium, you know. Because 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 the the expense of living in Los Angeles, I feel like a lot of people justify it because it's like you kind of have to be here to be in entertainment. So I think a lot of people justify what it costs to live. I mean, it's also you know it's also paradise weather and all that kind of stuff. But it's like that in a lot of places in California, but Los Angeles specifically is the heart of show business. And so a lot of people go, you know what? I'll move there. I'll slave away while I go to auditions and, 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 but I have to be there and then, and then I'll do that until something crack. You know, I got 10 years of living like a fucking, uh, like a freshman college student (laughs) before, some people don't even quit after that, but yeah, you got like so. So a lot of people they 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 justify that they go I'm gonna move to L.A. Or I'm gonna move to New York, and I'm gonna pay out the ass. Like I said, you're gonna either be paying out the ass or you're gonna have, you know, seven roommates, or or you're gonna be living in some weird situation. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are like you know what I'll put up with that because I might achieve my dreams. You know. But then but then so then I look at San Francisco, who, which, which is also prohibitively expensive. And I'm like, if you're not from there, right, why would you and you're not like going to college there? And I'm like that. It's like, why would you why would you pay that premium to live there? Like, what are you getting out of that? You know, because like I get it if like if you're in the tech world or in the in the art world or, one, you know, one of those things that like requires you to be there, right, to be in your in, in your field. But the but I'm talking about the other people. Like, why? Did, what do you? Because I meet people like that here too. But they're like, I just wanted to live in L.A. Like, what, bitch? You better move to Reseda. Stop playing out here. Why? Why you can get this all the same shit this here? Well, you can't. Well, the thing is, you can't get the entertainment industry. That's the only thing that's here that ain't somewhere else. So. I don't get the people that I don't get the people that move here like you from somewhere else and you move here just to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz cuz you know what those be the motherfuckers that those be the motherfuckers the, the trust fund kids with the motherfucking you know so like they're the reason the rent is so motherfucking high. They they come here and they motherfucking they willing to pay you know, fuck, I'll pay $4,000 a month to live in Compton. Wow, that's so cool. Kendrick Lamar talks about Compton. And, you know, and they'll spend, you know, they'll play. you know, whatever. To live there, like, and, and it is like, I mean, think about it. If you're a landlord and all of a sudden your property go from, you know, everybody there paying $800, 900 maybe 1000 and now somebody willing to pay you 2600 what you going to do? You go give everybody you can the fuck about that building so you can rip that that unit to a motherfucker that's gonna pay double what you have been getting. That's what and that's what happens out here. And then it just and then it just creeps up. These these motherfuckers got the audacity. They raise that shit every motherfucking year. Hundred dollars rent go up. Hundred dollars. If that's the rent control places, I think they only allowed to raise it ten uh, percent or whatever. Which I guess back then is that seemed reasonable. <laughs> but it's but it's also wild, like, or maybe it's three percent. Yeah, it's got to be three. It can't be ten. Nah, that's ridiculous. It can't be ten. Um, cause let me see, my rent was uh, whatever. Yeah, so they, I think they, yeah, they're allowed to raise it three percent. If your shit is rent controlled, they can raise it three percent. But that shit add up. That shit add up because that three, you know what I'm saying? It's like that amount of money, it's going to change every year, you know, until you, be, you know, until before you know it, it's like, it's going to get to a point where you can't afford it. You know, motherfucking ring go up a hundred dollars, you know, from last year, you're like, God damn. All right. That's a lot. You know, I guess I'll cut out this and cut out that. And then blah, blah, blah. then you, the next thing you know, you just sit, you just sit in an empty, you got an Airbnb. <laughs> you just sit in an efficiency with a hot plate. No, no friends, no, uh, no Netflix, no nothing. You just sit because you just you don't you had to cut everything off so you could make that rent, and you and you use the change to get back and forth to work. God, what a miserable existence! Fucking blow my brains out, blow my brains the fuck all over the wall, please. If uh, if I ever get stuck in that loop, next this is from the root watch this is the headline watch white security guard that's important. white security guard pulls gun on black cop also important in full uniform because the black cop had a gun. Oh sweet baby Jesus, maybe you are real see this, see right here this situation right here is going is a little confusing for some for some folks. Because they don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't know. They, they, they've They been so reflexively rooting for, for their own team for all this time that now they don't know what to do because this is a black cop in uniform. And a white security guard, also in uniform, by the way. What? And he said he pulled it on him because he had a gun. What in the fuck make you think you can pull a gun on a cop because they have a gun? they're cops. They all have guns. Every time you see a cop, there's a gun also somewhere nearby. Probably several. There's at least three guns. There's, there's, there's his sidearm. There's his backup. And then there's the one that they plant on black teenagers. So if you see a cop, there's at least three guns somewhere in the vicinity. Um, an Ohio police officer in full uniform, this is exactly what I was saying. The, you know, the uniform that clearly identifies him as a police officer and as such gives him reason to have a radio taser and gun, faced some scary, intense moments when a security guard pulled the gun on him and tried to arrest the police officer for carrying a gun. Jesus Christ. My nigga, you a security guard, my nigga. First of all, who you arresting? What are you talking about? I don't because I don't know what state is this, Ohio. So I don't know. I've been <clears throat> I've been a doorman. I've been a bouncer. I've been security. I've done that a lot in my life. Several places in all the places I've ever been. Security guards ain't there to arrest no motherfucking body. Your job is to observe and report. That's it. you ain't supposed to be putting your hands on no motherfucking body unless it's a direct danger to you or something. Or unless you got a specific like contract when you could you get that break if, but if you were a security guard at the mall or, where were they let's, let's let's finish reading lucas county sheriff's deputy uh stopped by a local irs office <laughs> you at the irs office my nigga so i know you getting minimum wage see this is what i don't get about certain people man it's like bro we we have this fucking work ethic blasted into us from the time we're like children like not everybody had, ends up having work ethic but everyone ends up seeing it as a as a virtue you know if you have a strong work ethic that's something positive people say about you and we and we, and that's all we, we we talk about work ethic work ethic work ethic, and we never talk about pay ethic where's the motherfucking pay ethic bro that's the thing we stop talking about pay me motherfucker and so most people in this country are underpaid most people literally everyone making minimum wage is underpaid pretty much i can't think of a single maybe i don't know it's like but the, but but because because there's a different cuz even let's say wherever you are let's say minimum wage is $10 an hour right the it, Even okay, if the minimum wage is ten dollars an hour, even if you're making, you know, everything in that vicinity, nine, eleven, whatever, those little bit of dollars an hour, when you get down in that bracket, right, it becomes more than a minimum wage job. This is what this was what a lot of people don't understand. I don't know if they're just removed from the situation or their only minimum wage job was when they were fucking kids in high school or whatever. And they think it's just, you know, you come in, you did, I believe, you know, and it's like, I don't know what these people that shit on minimum wage workers, like they don't deserve weight. But it's like, when you hit that bottom tier of pay, you, th- w- what comes with that is an an expectation that you're desperate that you, because, you know, if you're willing to take that job, that means you really, really need a job, right? And if you really, really need a job, that means it's going to be harder for you to lose this job. If you really, really need a job so bad that you're willing to work for the bare minimum, you know, that's, I mean, that's the impression. It's, It's never spoken out loud, but that's what it is. And so that's why people that make the least amount of money get treated like shit all the time. They always end up doing more than just one minimum task. You know you understand what I'm saying? Because if you if you pay somebody minimum wage, their job description should be one sentence, two sentences tops. You know, but I said all that to say this. I don't understand the people that are making minimum wage, which I'm guessing this guy is or somewhere in that region. I don't get the people that make minimum wage and then be out here caping for their company like them niggas give a fuck about you. Why you doing so much? You doing a lot out here, security guard. You doing a lot, a whole lot extra out here, man. Why are you trying to arrest a police officer, my nigga? You a security guard. You a security guard. You you in that minimum realm, dog? They they they, they, they don't give a fuck about you. You out here pulling guns on cops. You are you in the mall, you, you in the IRS building solving mysteries, my nigga. You doing all this extra shit? Ain't nobody asked you to do. I don't get those people. You know, you 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 see them at the movie theater. They be at the movie theater just lording over the popcorn like that's their butter. Give me some extra butter, bitch. Stop playing. It's not your motherfucking butter. Cause f- for me, I mean, maybe maybe it is just me. Maybe I'm alone. But I, but I know every minimum wage job I've ever had. And that's right. I mean you, even the people that gave me, even the people that I like. Every job I've ever had there's always this deep disdain for the task, for the people that that pay me because I know they can pay me more and they don't because they know they don't have to. You know. And and they they could certainly afford to. It would make morale better. It would probably make the work better. Make me work harder you know? But see, that's the thing. They want to pay you the minimum joint, but they want you, they want you to treat, they want you to treat your job like they're paying you a living wage. They want you to have all, all this respect and, and reverence for the company and, you know, really enjoy, like, but, like be joyous and happy and read the pamphlet and, and go to the, uh, go to the the, the the outings and the gatherings. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about this place. I don't give a fuck if this place burned down. That was always my attitude. Every minimum wage job I've ever had. If this place was to burn to the fucking ground, I would not lose a bit of sleep. You know? Fuck that, uh... Fuck that, uh... Fuck that Wendy's. Fuck that Soul Food joint. Fuck that giant supermarket. Fuck them comedy clubs. mm Fuck all the bars, all the fucking cabarets, carnivals, fuck all them shit. Fuck all of it. You know, it's just legal exploitation. And you know what? We're going, <laughs> I guess that's one of them things we're going to look back on and go, why the fuck? How the fuck were people allowing themselves to, how, how were them people allowing themselves to make $10 an hour in a city where, <laughs> where, the rent is so motherfucking high. But also, even if you're the most gung ho, gung-ho security guard, right? Like you all about your business. Cause I meet people like that too. Where no matter no matter what the you know, they were raised different. They was raised, you know, in Iowa or some shit, like where everybody works. From the time they fucking five, they would just work and go to school, get up and milk cows and fucking, uh, you know, do whatever you do in a field that that's hard work. And then and then go to football practice and then go to class. And then come home and do their night, do their night farm work like those people. Yeah so there 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 are there are a handful of people like that I've I've met out in a while that like they genuinely when no matter what the task is given to them they can enjoy it. They t- they do it with like what's the word? fervor uh, uh uh zest uh no that's those aren't it. You know what I'm saying? Conviction like they care about the task. No matter what the task, no matter what the conditions, they just like to work. Those people like they they can't not work. They have to like they can't, like, have a day where they not doing nothing. They got to get up and go fucking move shit. There's people like that, rare breed. But most of us like, fuck this place. Fuck this place all the way up the ass. Yeah, and we're all thinking it. We don't say it, but we're all thinking it. Fuck this place. Fuck it. Fuck all these people. Yeah, you can't do that shit for too long. You know, the worst, you know, the worst thing, (laughs) the worst thing about working at a comedy club is like literally everyone, like if you're a door guy at any of these comedy clubs, like everyone around you is making more money than you. Everyone around you is making more money than you, except the comics. (laughs) Most of the comics are not making as much money as you're making, but again, they're only there for 15, 20 minutes tops at, you know, unless they're like headlining or whatever. Then they then they're making they're definitely making more money than you. But you know what I'm saying? Like most of the comics um aren't making very much money at all at at comedy clubs, you know. Um, but uh, whew, them door guys, yeah. Most of them are making minimum wage for sure. And don't get tipped out. Almost never. You know, I get you know, it's different all over the place or whatever, but for the most part, nah. Because you being able to do comedy is seen as compensation, you know. A lot of times, like, they see, they see, right there, that's how you know you' getting scammed. When a motherfucker try to pay you with something you already got, <laughs> you know, you like, what's in it for me? I'll let you live. I'm already alive, motherfucker. What you mean? I want to gain something, not just fucking maintain. What do I gain from this? I'll allow you to go on living. They said that shit in movies. So how the fuck is that a negotiation, my nigga? <laughs> Give me what I want, and I won't kill you. That's just you robbing me. <sighs> All right, we st- we're, we're, This is this is uh, this is getting ridiculous. Okay. Wow. Watch woman has taught herself to run and jump like a horse. Now, I saw this on Twitter. Um, I saw this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Madhu Pernima Kishwar. No, 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 okay. Norwegian woman, Ayla Kirstein, developed an unusual skill running and jumping like a horse. See, I, when I first saw it, it, was, it said like a dog, but same, same shit. Because of her love for horses, love's... Love takes so many wondrous forms. Okay, yeah, she's literally like, I mean, she really like got the strides down and everything, dog. Um, Some people would say this is too far. I'm like, you know what? Dive in. Why not? You find something you love, dive in. You know, if you got the money to be fucking with horses... Cause that's this is such a rich, this is such a rich people thing right here. Such a rich people thing. You think anybody on minimum wage got time to learn how to walk different? These motherfuckers got so much free time. <laughs> this bitch taught herself how to run like a horse. Like literally, it doesn't. It she. I mean, she out here moving, dude. Like, yeah. But who has time for? Cause when you if you watch if you look this up. Ayla Kirstein runs like a horse. You, this video, is is fascinating because she literally looks like she. Uh, she literally looks like she runs like, like a horse because they show it from far away at first, so it looks like you can't tell what kind of creature is running up to you, but you definitely don't think human. I mean, she's down on all, she, she's down not on all fours because she's actually on her feet and her hands at the same time, knees like extended or just slightly bent, running like a fucking horse, man. And, I mean, she doing it. She jumped over a fucking table. Hit the gallop on him, And then there's a dog out there running with her. Okay, so that's why I thought dog. So there's a dog out there running with her. She making cuts with the dog. Oh, wow. You would think she would have a fatter ass from all of this, though. Way to go, Brian. You ruined it by making it about her her body. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Those was my thoughts. That's what I was thinking when I... <laughs> as a matter of fact okay if you gonna get it if you gonna get at me for saying that you should also you should know that I thought that five seconds before I said it I, I was I was like you know what we're gonna live in our truth right now okay silly some silly shit this week US Air Force warns those planning to storm Area 51 the military stands ready these fucking losers see so a lot of times, you know, things go viral for whatever reason. A lot of the internet thing is you sh- you can't take don't take anything you see on the internet serious. I'm not saying there aren't things on the internet that are serious, but I'm saying if if if, if you if you're a betting man, if you see something and you don't and you don't know whether it's serious or not, just chalk it up to not being serious. Like 99.9999% of the internet is not serious. You know there's nothing serious happening on the internet for the most part, you know um you know the, so my my point being all a lot of times things go viral like little trends like remember when people were planking a few years ago maybe it was long than a few years ago, maybe five years ago people were planking, people were uh setting themselves on fucking fire, people were doing the ice bucket ch- that kind of shit. And sometimes things go viral. Sometimes just the idea goes viral, but because it's not something serious that anybody would ever do. And I think and sometimes it, you know, somebody starts a thing with the intention of it not being serious and then it becomes serious. You know, they started as something silly, but it's but it's like you never know what people will form a community around on, on online. So. Um, I'm guessing that that's how this started. This whole "let's all storm Area 51" thing. Um, uh, you know, basically there 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 was a meme going around uh, maybe a week ago, started a week ago, saying, uh, uh, "Like let's storm Area 51. They can't they can't stop us all." Um, I think you're fucking wrong about that, sir. <laughs> I think you're wrong about that. First of all, um Area 51 is an Air Force base. Um I'm pretty sure it's in New Mexico. Area uh, Area uh Air Force uh Area 51 is an Air Force base and yeah, they can kill all of y'all. I mean, maybe there is a number that y'all could get to where they literally couldn't kill every single one of you, but they would still kill most of you. They got jets and helicopters and planes and machine weaponry. And I mean, this is not like ancient, you know, this is not like ancient battles with, you know, it's like, nah, like literally like it, it, and it wouldn't even take that many of them. There could be, there could be a hundred thousand of y'all. And they could they could wipe out most of you. I I tell you what, you wouldn't get in that motherfucking base. I know that much. Now, man, you might get, you know what? That's not true. You might get through the gate. You might get through the gate. No bullshit. You might get through the gate. Cause a lot of them, a lot of cause again, those are those are those gate people, they're underpaid. When, When see, when I when I was in the military police stood at the gate when I went, I got out in 06, When, well, yeah, back then, the the gate guards were military police. But but you know, later on as the years went by, I, you know, I would go by a base, go by a base every now and then, and sometimes even the same base I used to be on. And it's like all hired. It's not all, but it's like half hired, like outside, like regular people that are underpaid, probably, you know. And yeah, again. They don't get they don't get paid enough you know what I mean people that are underpaid see like if you if you underpay somebody that's supposed to be protecting your something the most you go the most you can expect from them is that they will threaten a motherfucker to protect your shit but if you're expecting somebody that you paying 10, 12, 15 dollars an hour to get hurt protecting your shit you are wrong, sir. You are very wrong. Again, now there are that there is that 1% of people that have like that natural built-in, this is my duty. I will do it for the price agreed upon, or whatever. There's people out there like that, but that's like that's rare as a motherfucker. That's like one in a million. But real, real people, like most people, yeah. You know what burn me up is when they thank you. They walk up and thank you. Don't thank me, motherfucker. Pay me. Thank you. thank your employees with money. You don't need to say nothing else to me. You can just pay me. You know, it ain't got to be that much. Like, thank, thank me with a $100 bill. You feel me? Shit gets me riled up. (sighs) Serial thief handed one last chance as she walks free after 648th conviction. How the fuck you do that? One of Ireland's most prolific. Yeah, no, no bullshit. 648th conviction. She's 44 years old. How the fuck she do that? Jennifer Armstrong, serial thief. Arrested for shoplifting wine just two days after. Mm. And gave, was given a suspended sentence. 648 convictions. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she looked like she's still. How she keep getting away with this? No, no, no. She keep getting caught. That's just the ones that she got caught on. She probably a beast out here in the streets. <laughs> no, not really. Because, uh, okay, I'm, she's got that I've been on drugs for quite some time look on her face. Jennifer Armstrong. And people that are like addicts. I don't know if you've ever dealt with an addict or lived with an addict. But addicts have... They get to a point where they stop. They start thinking they're more clever than. Or let me. No, that's not really a good, a good way to put it. They, they get less clever with their lies over time. You know. Because they, cause they get to a point where like at first people, are you know, people are crafting intricate lies because they want to lie to you, but they want you to still like them. You know. But then when you when when that monkey on your back and that shit got a hold of you, you stop thinking like that. You start going, I need to get what I'm trying to get in this moment and buck the consequences. You know what I mean? So they'll tell you a lie that you that you, you know, they'll tell you a lie f- for $5 right now even though you're going to find out they lying in 15 seconds. But they don't give a fuck, you know. But they think it was a, they think it was a clever you know, they think they're clever. So I imagine this lady, I don't know, she got caught 648. Well, that, she couldn't have gotten caught 648 times. Probably just 648 charges they'd they be throwing up. You know, they probably got some weird shit in Ireland, like fucking, you know, it's, it's petty theft plus, you know, disturbing the queen's peace and some other sh- shit. You know, they <laughs> she probably got caught four times. She got 648 charges. Because <laughs> those can't be separate charges. that mean, she just spent her whole, all her waking hours stealing shit <laughs> for for, for forty four years. Yeah. But of course, you got to slap on the wrist. I th- I don't know. I don't. I don't I, it doesn't bother me that when people like her get off. I guess. Cause, you know, I man. Because again, I don't know. Where, I don't know her life. And they said she was stealing from a wine place, which is, you know, if it's a local business, you know, that's, no, I'm not, I, I can't abide that. But, but like, if it's one of them big companies, fuck them, I don't care what you do to them. Steal what you need and burn the rest down, you know? Yeah, steal what you need and burn it down. Cause I feel like, Stealing from the rich is like your only, that's your only get back. That's your only punch back is to take something from them. That's it. They, signed, they 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 set up the system and set up all these laws and all this shit to make it legal for them to take shit from you. You know, make it legal to make shit off you and not give you a proper cut. I think the least you can do is fucking, you know, hit them with stings a little bit. Hit them with stings a little bit. Bam. Right in the pocketbook. You know, keep them from making that, you know, $1.85 profit or whatever it is. You know, keep them from marking, you know, making that hundred. One time I was at a I was at an eye doctor's appointment. I think I want to say it was at Lens Crafters or Eyes, like one of those big name places or whatever. And I remember going to the checkout and them telling me, "Hey, uh, w- you know, would you like to donate?" I think it was $6. Would you like to donate six, $6 to get a pair of glasses for a person in India or somewhere like that? And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." You know, you know, at this time I'm buying something, you know, 200 and some, maybe $300 glasses or lenses or whatever the fuck they overcharge you for. And now they're telling me someone in another country can get a pair of glasses for six dollars. How the fuck that work? How that work? Because either either a pair of glasses, either you can get away with selling a pair of glasses for six dollars, or you're using the profit from me overpaying to compensate for that. In which case, why don't you just do it for free? Why why six dollars? I uh, yeah, I fucking hate them. I hate rich people so much. Not all of them, you know. Like if you rich because of something you did. If if you're rich because of something you did and and are doing. Right. And when I say something you did, I'm talking about like a task that you completed, like a work that you did, physical, like changed something in the world, you know. If you like if you if you if you got rich off your labor then I'm 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 with you 100%. But if you if you filthy stinking rich off other people's labor and they're poor then fuck you. That's how I feel. Fuck you right up the ass. I don't care what happens to you. Die in your sleep, die slow. You know what I mean have a dream that you died and wake up and fucking really die or something. Dying some pussy, you know, but the but the wrong kind. Like you shouldn't be fucking this person, and you die. And now that's two things you that she got to explain. Man, that's really actually gonna be more traumatizing to her than you. Probably. Yeah, I hope somebody dies. <laughs> I hope somebody dies while you're while you're fucking. I hope you have to explain.